Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On this week's episode, Gabrielle interviews returning guest Stuart Preston to discuss sound meditation, what it is, the benefits, and his sound meditation events. Towards the end of the show, he will do a short sound meditation demo. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have a return guest, Stuart Preston. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something a little different than we talked about the last time he was here. We are talking about sound meditation, which is something new he's uh, gotten into over the past year or so. And uh, welcome, Stuart. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Gabby. Great to be here again. Yeah, I'm great to have you again. Uh, so let's start off with what is sound meditation? So a lot of people who have meditated or tried to meditate um, have maybe done some guided meditations where they're listening to somebody talk them through the entire process and they may visualize some things. Uh, you may visualize like a mountain or floating up from the earth into the universe or whatever. Sound meditation is kind of like a guided meditation, except that you're being guided by the, the sounds. Okay. Instead of by a, by a person. So you use different instruments and kind of the vibration of the instruments and what what exactly do you do you do during it? Yeah. So a, a participant, an attendee, all all they do is is lay down. Um, they can be sitting. They can sit however they want. I had one participant that would always sit in a lounge chair, and I really don't care um, where they are as long as their spine can be straight, so all the signals can flow. And so they're not so comfortable they fall asleep. But when they're when they're participating in this, it's just like a meditation that I will go through and we'll do some breathing just to kind of regulate their oxygen and their CO2 in their body to get them feeling good. Then we do a full body scan starting from the head all the way down to the toes and just relax all the muscles and tendons and ligaments and everything. So they're nice and relaxed, breathing deeply, just kind of get into a nice headspace. And then the sounds start in the sounds are all designed, musicians know something called harmonics. You know, in any, any uh, man, dating myself here, but any, any rock musician knows Eddie Van Halen would go ding, 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 you know, on, it, on his guitar and play these amazing sounds on it that were not like, like strumming the guitar. And those harmonics, every instrument out there, including your human voice and the train going by, has a whole set of harmonics. So you can play what we call the fundamental, you can play a C, but if you get out a spectrum analyzer, you're going to see that not only does it play a C, it plays a, an octave above the C and then a fifth above that and then a fourth and then a third and then a, a second and a half. And you get all these notes. Some of these instruments, which I have here in front of me, actually, you can't see them, but I've got them all laid out here in front of me. Um, some of them will play a ton of these harmonics that we call overtones. Some of them will play just a few. Some of them are pretty clean, like the crystal bowls and a tuning fork will play a pretty clean sound. And so the overtones have the effect of calming down one's brain. And there's been some studies where they show uh, an EKG or EEG, I forget which one it is, but they show the brain waves and how playing a gong, which has a ton of overtones, playing a drum, playing a Koshi chime, how it really settles the brain waves down. And that's what we all want when we meditate. We want our, our thoughts to kind of calm down. 
we, you know, we may experience some emotions with it, but we just want to be in a really nice, calm state. And that's what the overtones on these instruments do is really help get your brain into a nice, calm state so you can experience a, a deep meditation. So how did you get into the sound meditations and like, what's your story behind why you are now teaching these sound meditations? So I wonder how much detail I should get into on this. <laughs> as much um, as you want. <laughs> see how your audience, see how open they are to the story. But basically I'm, I'm a uh, big into plant. Okay. I'm big into plant medicine, specifically psychedelics. And those put you into a, a non-ordinary state of consciousness. And, and as part of that, I have joined the local community here in the Phoenix area, including a decriminalization group and all kinds of different things. And in meeting those people, there's this woman here in town who does sound meditation, Kristen, Kristen Blue. And she did an event and I went to it, you know, just curious because I had opened up my mind with these substances and I thought, let's see what this does. And I went there and I've been a musician my whole life, right? So I've played, my primary instrument was a trombone and I played tuba and banjo and piano and harmonicas and all kinds of stuff. And so I was, I was very interested in this. So I went out to her sound meditation and she's like the coolest chick. I mean, she does this stuff like at, at music festivals and she's just really dialed into the community. And so I went there and I, I went through this sound meditation and it just took me to a whole new place that I'd never been before. And so when I got done with the whole thing, maybe maybe a few months later, because I kept listening to her recording. Every Sunday, I would lay down on my floor and meditate to her recording. And so eventually, as a musician, I'm sitting there, and I shouldn't be doing this, but I was analyzing it. I was like, oh, what's she playing there? What's she doing here? You know, was this pre-recorded? How does she do this? And I kept having all these questions that brought me out of my meditation. But I reached out to her, and I said, hey, I want to learn how to do this. Can you Can you teach me how to do this? And I'm lucky that she did not have a big ego, doesn't have a big ego, because some of the big ego would have said, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I'll charge you a lot of money and and I'll teach you all wrong, you know. And so she was like, no, no, you need to go see my teacher, a guy named Hamid here in town that, that teaches probably all of us, you know. And um, he's just an amazing teacher, a beautiful soul. And I went through his I think it was two weekends, two full weekends. So like 32 hours of training. And then, then bought all the instruments, but that's, you know, I attended one session, fell in love with it and it really affected me. And so I just, I'm the kind of person that I was like, yeah, I've got to learn how to do this and I'm going to do it. And so that's, that's how I ended up here. Well, so not to get too much into it or too much into your backstory, if you don't want, want to, or have to, but for people that uh, are against psychedelics or against any sort of drugs, you used to be on the other side and, and very much against that and very much kind of that straight edge guy. So um, people definitely change and your point of views can change. And and um, just, just to kind of touch on that a little bit, that psychedelics are something you never did before. Um, and this is something that has you've grown yeah. into and are advocating for now because you've seen how it helps people. Um, so the the psychedelics, the sound meditations and all of the things that you're doing, you're doing because you want to reach people and help people in a positive way. So I just wanted to kind of throw that in there because I think that it's a very great thing that you're doing, which is 
one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you back on the show. Uh, also, one of the reasons that I brought you into my studio to have you host your own um, sound meditations as well. But when someone is in one of your sound meditations, what might they as a person in the meditation experience? So in the meditation, you know, you're going to start relaxed and you're going to start off in a good meditative state. And then when the sounds really take you away, you're going to float away into what feels like a non-ordinary state of consciousness and a very deep state of, of meditation. And what always happens with any kind of meditation pretty much is your brain you're relaxing part of your brain. So the other part of your brain says, oh, cool, let's have all these thoughts. Let's start solving all your problems. Totally. And let's plan everything out next week. And let's think about our, our partner and how sexy they are and what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. <laughs> what I have and to go so to your the, brain just starts store. doing all this, right? And you're like, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're planning all this stuff. And you're like, no, brain, that is not what's supposed to be happening right now. I'm supposed to be quiet and silent, right? So the thing is that that's going to happen. And seasoned meditators know, and you just acknowledge that thought and you go, oh, I was thinking about what I need to buy at the grocery. And then it flows out and you come back to the calm state and, you're, and you do that. Um, so then you get back into it. And the thing with sound meditation, you just really want to open up your heart and your mind to the sounds. You don't mm -hmm. want to necessarily analyze them. But when you're hearing a drum beating, boom, 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 right, or you hear a gong, boom, you know, you can just, you, you can feel it. You can be with these sounds and just be with the sound, right? So when, when you think about, oh, what am I having for dinner tonight? Oh, just come back to the sound and be with the sound. Okay. I can come Sometimes back to that later. <laughs> very deep emotions come up. Yeah. Yeah. I can come back to it later. And it, it's come not, back to that later. <laughs> I just need to be here right now. Right. right. Yeah. It's my mantra in life is just be, right? Be here now. And so that's where you want to be with this. You may have some deep emotions you know, I've had people, I've had people literally drop off in the middle when I do a Zoom version of an online version and come back to me later and say, sorry, I was crying, you know, and, and it just, it can bring up some very deep emotions, which is great. You know, it's a cathartic thing. It's something good to go through. So if it uh, uh, brings up some deep emotions, that's, that's a great thing also. And I think that's one of the benefits of any meditation. I mean, I do, I do regular meditation every day where I'm just in silence, just me and my thoughts, and I let them pass through. And there are times I get emotional. You know, I mean, there's times that the tears will come to my eyes and my breathing will get heavier and I'll get emotional because you're opening up your nervous system yeah. to allow certain things to bubble to the top and to happen. So that's what, those are the kind of things that can happen. But by the end of it, most people feel very refreshed. Uh, they feel a good reset. They feel a relaxation. Some of them report back that they've had a relaxation like they've never felt before. And so it can be a pretty, pretty magical experience. I think kind of some of the misconception about meditation is that you are so, supposed to be just blank with no thoughts, with nothing. And I think that it's difficult for people because they're like, I can't stop my thoughts. I can't stop my thoughts. And it's not, it's not that you're supposed to stop the thoughts. It's that you are, you're supposed to acknowledge them and kind of set it aside, move forward. Okay, I'm having this thought, calm my mind, let's move forward. Okay, I'm having another thought. And it's it's kind of, you know, coming back to that center. Okay, let's count. Are we counting back from five? 
or counting your breaths or concentrate on your breath and and then yeah you get distracted again or yeah then you come back to the sound of the drum or the sound of the gong and it's just kind of circling back I mean there are some people you know like like my boyfriend Aaron he could sit there and stare at the wall and be completely fine but and he calls it meditation but (laughs) but I mean there's yeah well you know it, it could be it, maybe that is his meditation. But for, for most of us, we do have those constant thoughts because we are constantly doing. We're constantly doing things every single day that need to be done. There's an, a list of 8,000 things that, you know, you roll out your list. And it's like you're checking them off. And then when you finally stop, your mind is still thinking you have to check down that list. So even if it's five minutes and in that five minute time, you only get 45 seconds of actual silence, that's still your meditation, right? You know, uh, it. Yeah, totally. And thoughts, thoughts happen. Your brain, your brain is an organ. His job is to put out thoughts. Right. I mean, it regulates everything in your body and you you have so many layers of thoughts, right? Like right now, my heart is beating and a million things are happening inside of my body that I am not Thank thinking goodness about. Thank goodness your heart is still it. beating right I mean, now. My brain's like, do this. <laughs> yeah. And then above that, when I'm meditating, I may be doing a mantra. Right. And the mantra I'm thinking, you know, consciously, I'm thinking about this mantra. And the mantra will go and go and go. And on top of that, suddenly I have these random thoughts that I'm that I'm trying not to have, right? But now I've got three layers of thoughts. And then eventually through practice, one gets to a place where you're able to observe all of this from this this uh, higher level of consciousness or whatever it is where you're you're actually in a in a mind space where you're observing your own thoughts and so you see the thought you see the mantra you understand the body functions are going on and so you've got this fourth layer of consciousness going on inside of that and the brain's going to do its thing you know and eventually right. you get to a point in this meditation where you see your brain as an it and your mind as an it instead of like me, you know, my brain is not me anymore. It's an it just like my pancreas that puts out insulin, right. you know? And so that's just something that is, is going on and you can't stop it. Yeah. It's not like you can tell your pancreas to stop producing, but, um, yeah, it, it, it yeah. it's something that takes practice as well. So the first time you do something, obviously is the worst time you do something. And the more you continue to do something, the better you get at. So the more you continue to practice your meditations, the better you get at controlling the thoughts and, and moving through your meditation and sitting in silence and the longer you can do it and and obviously controlling, you know, the move or the the breath and the heartbeat and how still you sit and you're fidgeting and that's it's practice. It's all practice. So um mm-hmm. you started doing these sound meditations online last year uh what did you experience Mm -hmm. when when you started doing the the online sound meditations well people loved it because they didn't have to put on what i say they didn't have to put on their sexy yoga pants (laughs) and go to the yoga studio to do this they could just wake up and turn on their computer and put on their headphones and lay down and and experience a, a sound meditation it's not quite the same thing as being live because the some people call this a sound bath mm-hmm. because you feel like the sounds are bathing your body. You can feel it, you know, across your entire body. With the digital version, you know, obviously it's going from, you know, my house into my microphone 
to a router, to the World Wide Web, to your router, to your computer, to your headphones, and there's going to be effects from that. There's going to be a delay every now and then or a jitter. The sound quality is not going to be the same. But ironically, I've been doing them live now instead of digital. I still do a digital one every other Thursday on Facebook as a Facebook Live. But um, the people want it back. You know what I mean? So some of the because I would get people all over the world from Scotland to L.A. Mm-hmm. And they they would come and do this, and I think that they like the the ability to just put on some headphones at home and and do this. Yeah. What do you think when you do the live uh, meditations? What what difference do you experience doing the li- when you're actually there in the live sessions? What do people experience differently? I mean, I know for me personally, when I'm laying there and you're in front of me. I personally experience the actual feel of the vibrations of the of the um, instruments. Yeah, there's some pretty heavy vibrations going on. Yeah, you you get the vibrations, and you know I don't want to get too hippie woo woo, you know, but there's <laughs> there's like a shared vibration when everybody in the room is feeling these same vibrations. You know what I mean? And they get into these states of mind and and. Maybe they're vibrating too, you know what I mean? Or maybe things are happening, but there's a, there's a difference in being in a room with other people experiencing this. There's a little bit of community, you know, that's, so one of the reasons when we do it live, like you experienced, I like to ask people to sing three ohms, oh, right? Because our voices start to resonate together and we feel connected to each other. And so in the room, when you're doing a sound meditation, there is this instant sense of uh, community, which I think is, is very important. That is a little hippie woo-woo, but we'll go with it. <laughs> and then people will talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, and share yeah, their have, experience. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> great. Right. It's, it, you do, you share your experience in what you feel. <laughs> For those of you listening, he's showing his crystal. <laughs> I am a very, uh, yeah, I have my crystal. It looks like the Washington Monument where I grew up. I but love it's, it. uh, I'm a very rational minded scientific person. And so, um, you know, one of the things behind this is you say, what do people experience? Sometimes they'll come up to me and say, oh, you opened up my heart chakra or you opened up my throat chakra. And if that happened, then that's, that's wonderful. That's not something I necessarily designed or intended to do. Um, I don't discount that. I think there's every, if you look at, I think they're called nadi, the flow of energy through the body, according to yoga. Mm-hmm. It flows very much like your central nervous system. Right. And so there can definitely be something to that. So I love my crystal. You know what I mean? Because a good friend of mine gave it to me. But I'm not necessarily into all of the, the, the woo-woo crystal type stuff. I'm really more into kind of the, the actual physical vibration and how this affects our, our central nervous systems. Yeah. So my experience, um, I have a hard time kind of sitting still myself and my experience during, during the, um, meditation that I went to with you was at at, kind of towards the end of it. And I, I don't know if I just felt like it was the end. I, I had no idea. I mean, I didn't look at the clock. I had no idea what time it was. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I just kind of rolled over onto my side and opened my eyes. And I was watching you. And I felt very alert, like very alert, very awake. And mm. just kind of watching you play, you know, the instruments. And then you 
kind of wound everything down and then started talking. And, and I remember feeling and saying to myself, like, eh, I don't really feel relaxed at all at this point. I, this is very strange. I feel alert. Mm. And then you had everybody sit up. And then I went, whoa. <laughs> Whew. Like, you know, you mm. feel kind of like a weight of everything on you, like very relaxed. So the difference from me laying on my side and watching you as opposed to kind of coming back. So I, I think I wasn't fully awake, wasn't full, not that I was asleep, but wasn't fully alert and awake until we came back to and were sitting back up. And even then I was still kind of a little bit under your spell. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, just kind of, <laughs> just we would do it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's tough. That people say that they're like, oh my gosh, is it over already? It seems like it just started, you know, because the the time time kind of melts away, you know, with that whole thing. And that's and that is a different experience. And and it was probably also a little more challenging for you because we were at your business and there was right. business going on all around you. You know I'm what I mean? Still working. So it could be, yeah. Slightly more challenging, but yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, I think that's a fair representation that a lot, a lot of people may have intellectual things going on in their minds. They may be looking at things and they, they settle into this state of clarity. And then when I start pulling them out of it, that's why I say, you know, when I pull them out of it, I say, you know, bring, bring yourself back into your, your physical body because they can feel like, they're, like their soul or their consciousness has floated away somewhere else. Yeah. And so when they come back to their body and to awareness of their their joints, you know, I've come out of this, you know, I couldn't move my legs. I've come out of it and I couldn't move my hands, you know, and so your your physical space can really get kind of get separated from your, your consciousness. Definitely. Um, so you have started performing the events live. You did have one event at my studio. Uh, you had another one last week, I think it was um, a comedy event. Or was is that exactly. just... the comedy event is actually coming up in July? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so you have one a comedy. It's so we're comedy doing and... we're doing stand up comedy. Yeah, stand up comedy for maybe twenty minutes or so, and then we'll all get into position and do a sound meditation for probably about thirty minutes. Uh -huh. And then when that's over, if the people are not totally relaxed. We'll have some wine waiting for him at the back of the room. That so sounds kind of fun. We call it the ultimate de-stress event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could do that at your place too. It's it's because I do stand-up comedy, and so a lot of people came to me and were like, "Hey, why don't you do comedy and sound meditation?" And I was like, "Well, that's a dumb idea. You know, those <laughs> two things don't really go together. It's a completely different experience, you know." But enough people said it to me. You know, it's kind of like that saying: if enough people tell you you have a tail, you should probably turn around and look. Yeah, you know, and enough people <laughs> were telling me like, like you should do that comedy and sound meditation. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. And I asked this yoga, this really cool yoga studio up at the Roosevelt Row, Elevate mm -hmm. Yoga, where people hang from the ceilings and do yoga and, yeah. and hammocks. And um, they were like, oh yeah, that sounds fantastic. And I think so it's I thought, a great oh, so idea. A try, see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, you have laughs, you have meditation. Yeah, we'll I see. Mean, we'll see. I got my fingers crossed. Will. Um, so if people want to find more events in the future, yeah. where can they find you? They can find my website is laostu.com, Lao Tzu, mm -hmm. which anybody studies like Eastern philosophy, it's like Lao Tzu. 
laostew.com. And my handles on all social media are Sounds by Stu, S-T-U. So you can okay. find that on Instagram or on Facebook, Sounds by Stu. And I've got all the, I got the Facebook Lives on there and the upcoming live. I've got a live event this weekend and I'm most excited for whenever uh, I come back to Pilates Tempe. Yeah, I'm excited. We're, we're going to have, uh, we are definitely going to have future events there. Maybe we'll have. Maybe we'll have a yoga sound meditation event. Maybe we'll do a wine sound meditation event. We'll do something. We'll do something fun for sure. Um, yeah. So I, fun. Yeah. you do have some of your instruments in front of you. Do you want to play a few of them mm -hmm. for us? So that maybe some of the sounds we can hear, sure. um, maybe some of the nicer ones, maybe some of the yeah, agitated ones. Yeah, I would just ones. tell people this is going to be a, a random sampling this yeah. is not It'll be a, so if you're driving right now you know maybe yeah don't <laughs> don't get too deep into this you know if you're driving you know or if you're if you're chopping something with a sharp knife you know just kind of stay stay alert um you don't want to drive outside the road or stabbing yourself but this will be a random sample and i don't have my sound system set up so it won't be it won't be um high tech but it'll give you like a general idea of kind of what this is. So I'll just run through kind of a very short um, synopsis kind of a thing. Does that work? Perfect. Perfect. All right. Ready? Whenever All right. So I would have everybody do some deep breathing. And then I would have them do a full body scan with their eyes closed, hopefully laying down, but wherever they are, have a nice straight back. And as soon as they're all relaxed, we would start with the sounds.
And that's it. Hopefully not too many people drove off the side of the road. <laughs> Even just that few minutes is still really... Could you hear that? Could you hear that through my little microphone here? Yes. Yes. Can hear it. Um, yeah. That was lovely. That's great. Um, so absolutely, if you're looking for future uh, online events, um, he definitely has those. You can find him on Facebook. Now find him on Instagram. Sounds by Stu, uh, S-T-U. And uh, you can find any of his events. And you have an online library as well. Uh, L-A-O-S-T-U dot com is where you are at. Any of your events, any of your pre-recorded sessions are all listed on your website. Mm -hmm. um, you can be contacted there as well. Anything else that you think people should know about? Yeah, if uh, the last thing I would say is even if you're not a meditator, you're not a yoga person, you're not into the woo-woo arts, um, give it a try. You know, wherever you are, it doesn't have to be with me. Find find a local one and just give it a try because I think you'll be surprised and pleasantly surprised at the, the state of mind it can put you in and the results you'll get from it and the calmness you can take away from it. So find it somewhere and don't worry if, if you don't have the, the sexy yoga pants. Just go lay down, have a good time, and, and get the benefits from it. Yeah, see, there you go. You don't have to be in woo-woo arts, and you don't have to be into sexy yoga pants either. So <laughs> two, two wonderful things. But thank you, Stuart, so much for sharing all of this with us. Um, please find his events. Please go to one of his events. Please come to one of his events at Pilates Tempe. We'll be so happy to have you. Um, those will be listed on his website and ours, all future events. So thank you so much, Stuart, for coming and sharing, sharing all of this with us. We're very happy that you came on today. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Gabby. It was a pleasure. As you're always. Very, you're very, very welcome. Thanks everyone for listening and we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes or you can find it on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.